hello and welcome to Life on Point. Do us a favor, wherever you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast, go to your provider and give us a five-star review if you can. Leave us a comment if you can. If you're on YouTube, you can leave us a comment there for sure. Just help interact with us, engage with us, so we can continue to get this resource out to you. My name is Darren Deloach. I'm one of the pastors at Connection Point Church, and with me is lead pastor Chris Vault. And today... You brought up subject matter that a lot of people may not think about. I think we we think about prayer a lot. In fact, we did an episode on prayer a little bit ago um, on in in episode seventeen in one of our life on points. You can go back. We'll drop that link down in the description. But today we want to look at it a little bit different. We talked about the what is prayer before and and uh, and kind of just kind of explained it. But now we're going to help people get a little more detailed mm-hmm. oriented when it comes in. Really. Can, help guide your prayers to uh, help uh, help point you in the right direction so you don't feel like you got a lot of come up with some words because right. if there's if there's anybody's words that are better than yours it might be God's it might be it might be uh, yeah you know I'm really excited about this particular episode I believe it's going to be a blessing and a help to a lot of folks because we get asked all the time I know uh, frequently someone will walk up to me in the lobby or send a message and ask the question. I need to know really how to pray. Mm. And, you know, of course, we, we'll talk about prayer. Prayer is a conversation that you're having with God. But it seems that, um, you know, we struggle with confidence when it comes to praying. Mm. And we'll ask ourselves, is this prayer something that God really wants to hear? Is this in God's will? And what we're going to talk about today is something that can give confidence to your prayer that when you pray according to this fashion, you know beyond the shadow of any doubt you are praying the will of God because today we're going to talk about how to pray using the Scriptures, how to take Bible text and use that as the guide for our prayers. And there's some verses that I know, and I know he knows this because he probably picked them already, <laughs> that uh, that kind of set themselves up for, for use. Some of them you had to read them and know them a little bit, and then you can kind of discern what the mm-hmm. message is behind it. Because I know I looked at a few um, Hebrews 12 um, and a few others where you wouldn't pray it as it's written, but right. the message in it, you pray all day long. Yeah. And in this case today, we're really going to take some, I believe, that are tailor-made for you to pray for different situations. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to actually give you some examples. We're going to read some Bible verses and then show you how to pray through them. Now, I'll say this, all right, coming from the background in which I did, uh, you know, I learned as a child the intimacy mm-hmm. of prayer, that prayer is a conversation between you and the Lord. You need to be open. He understands. You can talk about any subject to the Lord, and you can you should pray without ceasing. We know that. We should continually be in an atmosphere of prayer. So in the in the religious world I grew up in, you know, we did not read prayers. We did not have a book of prayers. No. And we're not advocating that at all today either. What we're saying is, is that you can go back to God's Word and actually pray the Scriptures. And it gives you confidence. I found this to be true, especially in my own personal journey um, coming up one year as we was going into the holidays, and I actually came across this Bible reading plan that had praying the scriptures in it. Mm. I'd never done that before, really, and, and I started going through this. And my goodness, just the, just the blessing it brought into my own mm-hmm. soul, praying the Word of God. You're not only studying the scripture when you do this, 
you're applying it, and you're asking God to help you live it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it brings a sweet sense of confidence when we pray the scriptures. And so I know because the Bible is so vast, um, you shouldn't have any issues finding something that fits pretty much any situation you find yourself in. If you don't know the words to say, like I know I picked at least I picked one that you might not think about, um, where some, I get asked all the time, how do I how do I communicate the gospel to people? Mm-hmm. And so believe it or not, the Bible covers that. And there's right. a direct prayer uh, that we'll talk about here in a little bit. So literally it'll cover just about anything. If you don't know what to do in a situation, mm-hmm. it, there's a prayer for that. If you if you don't know the words to ask when it comes to like a future event that you have, like you're very worried about, have a lot of, uh, uh, of concern over, the Bible has has verses just for that Absolutely. as well. And you don't have to like like have them memorized. You could go to the book, you open it up, and you just read them right. and then pray them. Yeah, it, like you said, there is subject matter in all of Scripture, and yep. it does, and it helps you in your Bible study then too. Mm-hmm. Because if you're looking for passages to help you pray, then you are diving deeper into the Scriptures when you're, and then just you'll find yourself generally when you're reading Scripture of all right, what is this verse saying? How do I apply it? Because if I'm going to apply it in prayer for over my life then you have had to think through the passage. And it'll actually help us get away from this just casual reading of Scripture and walking away and forgetting what we just read. You're doing something with it. You're applying it. You're praying it. You're thinking through it. And I believe it's going to help people grow and mature in their faith. Mm -hmm. I I believe it helps me in my faith. So you said you had one you want to show everybody? I do. So uh, we, we've got various topics we're going to hit, and one that I recently prayed that I found a lot of strength in was, you know, all of us at times find ourselves in a point of where I just need the Lord to help me mm-hmm. right now. You know, I've, I'm, you're either going through a struggle, a trouble, a trial, spiritual warfare, your heart's heavy, you're struggling through. Mm-hmm. And so Psalm 142 is a passage we're going to read, and I'm going to walk you through how you can pray that uh, as we read the scriptures of David here, right? A psalm. And this is important, too, when you're reading these, especially when you're praying some of the psalms. I mean, there's some language there that David's like, and let my enemies fall off a cliff. And you'd be like, oh, we can't pray that. (laughs) You do have to remember the context of which the passage is written, and you are... You know what's cultural, but then you have to figure out, okay, what is the biblical principle? And it's the principle that is timeless, that you know you can pray, that is in his will. We know the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said to pray for our enemies, so we're not praying for our enemies to fall off a cliff. That was personal to David because of the attack he was under. But what was the spiritual principle there? That's what we're going to pray. Okay, so let me read to you Psalm 142. It says, I cry aloud to the Lord. I plead aloud to the Lord for mercy. I pour out my complaint before him. I reveal my trouble to him. Although my spirit is weak within me, you know my way. Along this path I travel. They've hidden a trap for me. Look at the look to the right and see. No one stands up for me. There's no refuge for me. There's no one who cares about me. I cry out to you, Lord. Uh, I say, you are my shelter, my portion in the land of the living. Listen to my cry, for I am very weak. Rescue me from those who pursue me, for they are too strong for me. Free me from prison so that I can praise your name. Uh, The righteous will gather around me because you deal generously with me. So this is a 
powerful, is, vulnerable, yep. honest prayer of David. Now, he wasn't in a literal prison. The struggle he was in made him feel like he yep. was in a prison, right? So what would you do quickly? I would simply walk through these, and I'd say, God, just like David said in 142, Lord, today I'm crying out to you. I'm crying aloud to you. I'm pleading to you today, God. I need your mercy. Lord, I'm going to tell you my complaint. I'm going to tell you what I'm struggling with. All that's found in verses 1 and 2. And then I would just tell the Lord whatever my struggle is. I'd come to verse 3 and I'd say, Lord, my spirit is weak within me today. I'm, I'm low. Be honest. God already knows if you're struggling, you're depressed, you're, you know, your, your heart is heavy. Be honest with him. That's what David was here. Verse 4, he says, I look to the right and no one stands with me. There's no refuge in me. You can say, God, right now I just feel hopeless. I just don't feel like there's any place for me to turn. Verse 5, he says, I cry out to you, Lord. I say, you're my shelter. And then in that moment, this is when the Holy Spirit, I believe, turns the light on and you just start praying and thinking through this. But God, your word says, you're my shelter. And in that moment, you just start praising the Lord for how he has protected you in the past and he has sheltered you. And you remind yourself that even though you feel low, even though you feel like there's no hope, there is a God above who has never left you nor forsaken you. And you just meditate on that for a moment and you start praising him for it. And this is all being guided straight out of scripture. You come to verse six and you say, Lord, listen to my cry. I'm weak. Rescue me. Um, uh, they're too strong for me. Free me from this prison that I'm in. And you just say, God, today I'm giving you this struggle. I'm looking to you for help. I'm asking you to lift my spirit. I'm asking you to take the heaviness away. And then he ends by saying, um, so that I can praise your name. And you just come to the Lord and you say, God, I've told you my complaint. God, I told you how I feel today. I'm being honest mm -hmm. with you. But God, you're my refuge and today I'm asking you to lift my spirit so that, and here's what I think God's always looking for, it's the right heart, mm. so that I may praise your name. Because Jesus said we're to be his witnesses. Right. Lord, I need my spirit lifted today so I can be a better witness. That's right. And that is taking a psalm, praying it for yourself and applying the truth of Scripture. And the, the great thing about that is, is I don't have to say your will be done on that. Right. I know that's his will if I prayed it in context. Yeah, and you can pray that prayer in in that context uh, several different times. It could be something you do daily for a, for a bit, actually. Mm -hmm. um, and also, for those who don't know, um, in the New Testament specifically, because that's the one that will reference back the Old Testament, Jesus, Peter, and Paul all use scriptures to for their as a signature for their prayer. They sure did. Jesus did it all the time. That was like a common thing uh, for him to hearken or think back or quote straight from uh, David's uh, Psalms. He did it yes. over and over. Yes. He did it out of Isaiah as well. And um, you can do that also. Like like if you I have heard a lot of people question how can they uh, um, how can they reach people when it, when I go to work in school, my day-to-day -day life, how can I be a witness to, of God? And so the, what I always tell people and tell people many times, I've read this verse to them, but you can pray this verse, and it's Colossians 4, 5 through 6. Walk in wisdom toward, towards outsiders. Make the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer 
each person. Mm-hmm. You can literally pray that. Literally, because that is what it is asking you, it's telling you. Lord, just, you can just look at that and you can break it down real simply because it's a short verse, two simple verses, simple passage is, is walking wisdom towards outsiders. Lord, give me wisdom. When it, you know, whenever I go to school, Lord, just give me the wisdom. And there's going to be in every opportunity that I have to be, to be wise and, and to, to be a witness for you or to represent you. Make, have me be wise That's right. and uh, let your speech always be gracious. Don't forget where you come from, right? So when you're That's praying, right. always be thinking in, in with a gracious heart. Like you'll be looking at somebody, and I know they can they can maybe drive you crazy because I know if you work with them, they can drive you crazy. And so you have to be gracious. And so whenever that prayer, say, Lord, just like stir the grace in me just as you had for me at the cross. Lord, you had grace on me whenever no one else did before the foundations of the earth. You love me. And you can pray for that grace to fill your heart. Season with salt. I mean, the Bible talks quite a bit about salt and what it represents. And man, for me, it's just having that being seasoned with the, with that with with all the of God's trueness and and, and and His Word and and who He is and His character. If you, if that seasons who you are, it just, it just has this flavor it thing. It does That's it right. flavors your surroundings. So Lord, just may I be a, be exactly like you, Lord. Everywhere I go, may I flavor the area I'm at. May Your presence go before me. May Your Spirit influence the place I'm at. Amen. And then so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Then what I believe is, Lord, if I'm if I am following you, if I am being salt to this earth, if I am being gracious and I am honoring every opportunity that you put, that every chance that you put somebody in my path, I'm going to take that opportunity to to be wise and to listen. And that's what wise usually means. Listen to them and then be great counsel to them. Yeah. And guess what? And as they're speaking, I believe the Holy Spirit if you pray that every day, because you can pray that every day, yes, sure. that he'll give you the words to say to whoever it is that you that you step in front of that day. That's right. That's right. And I want to I want to just piggyback off what Darren just said. He said, if you pray this every day, he believes the Holy Spirit right. will do his work. I believe that too. Yep. So when we're talking about praying through the scriptures, please understand we're saying pray these honestly from your yep. heart, truly from your spirit. Not you're just not just praying words. You're not just reciting what someone else wrote. You're applying it. Pray it sincerely. Apply it to you yeah. and be honest with God. And when you are, the Holy Spirit's going to do his work. This is exactly right. And that's what we, and that's what, what the people who wrote this, that's what they were doing. Literally allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through them. Yeah. And if you, if you, these words are just a guide to me more than anything else, they're a guide to, uh, to, to God's word. And then on top of that, if they can guide your prayers, I mean, they can make your prayer life more amazing. The big thing is, again, like we said earlier, I think a lot of people struggle with what to say. Yeah. And so th- this will just help motivate your, your words that you're going to use. It'll teach you how to pray in different yep. situations, right? And by giving you an example to follow. And then before long, you'll be able to pray without that but guess what always i, I know it, right? i know uh, we've prayed a lot in our life in front of crowds by ourselves with people there's still days and there's times where i don't know what to say exactly and you go that's back to when you go back to scripture and you it, it just a true anchor and you know it can root you where in a direction you should be able to go that's right so we've talked about a, a verse that can help us Pray when we need um, strength from the Lord. You just shared a great one on how to walk with wisdom in front of others. Uh, Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 19 is a great passage to pray when you're just coming before the Lord saying, God, I want to grow as a believer. 
I want to grow in my faith. I want to become more like Jesus. Um, it's this is pretty deep here. There's a lot to these few verses, but how powerful they are for someone who wants to grow spiritually, grow in spiritual power mm. and wisdom in the Lord. So Paul writes these words: For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and earth is named. I pray that. Now we know this is God's will because Paul said, "This is how I pray I for pray you." I pray this. Says, I pray that you may, uh, they may, he may grant you according to the richness of his glory, to be strengthened with power. There we go. I would underline that. In fact, my Bible, I circle these key points here to pray uh, in your inner being through his Spirit, that Christ may dwell in your in your hearts through faith. I pray that you be rooted and firmly established in love that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width and height and depth of God's love, that you may know Christ's love which surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Mm, wow. Now, in this passage, you can pray it straight down, yeah. verse 14, 19. You can actually, this one's cool, because you can actually start at verse 19 and go backwards. Nice. And so let me just show you how, um, you know, one way of doing this is you go to the Lord and you're saying, God, today I'm kneeling before you. I'm praying because I want to grow. I want to become all that you want me to be. I want to grow as a mm -hmm. Christian. I want to grow in my faith. And you start with verse 19. And God, I want to be filled with the fullness of you. I want, I want to be conformed or transformed into the image of Christ. I want the fullness of God. How did, how did Paul say that? And then just start going through the verses, right? Verse, um, verse 16, he says to be strengthened with power in your inner being. Lord, I need to be strengthened. I need my inner being strengthened. I need my soul strengthened, my spirit mm -hmm. strengthened in you today. I need Christ to dwell in my heart. I need Jesus, I need you to be the focus of every endeavor of my day. I need to see you in every situation. I need to think of how you would respond in every circumstance. You know, that whole WWJD bracelet thing? Yeah, let that be a principle in your heart. I need to see Christ in, in my heart through faith. I need to see Jesus in everything that happens today. Then he said, I pray that you be rooted and established in love. Lord, I need the love of God to flow through my life today. Mm -hmm. The love of God. The love of God is is for all, and yet it's very uh, actionable. It the love of God forces us into action yep. of how we love and treat other people. It also makes us stand for truth. God, I need to be established, and I love that word established. God, I need I need love to be the foundation mm -hmm. of every action and decision I make today. He goes on to say, we need to comprehend with all the saints what is the death of God's Lord. I know today I need my own mind and heart to be overwhelmed with just how deep and wide your love is for me. Right. And then at that point, I would just stop and meditate for a moment how deep God's love is for us. Don't, get, don't ever allow yourself to get over the awe of God's yep. grace. God's love. And then he says, to know Christ's love that surpasses all knowledge. How do you get full of God? You never lose sight of the depth of God's love for you. And when you start thinking about how much God loves you and what Jesus has done for you, it'll change the way you see people and the way you live. And so you say, God, that's how I'm going to get 
more like you in the fullness of God. It's like I love the way you loved. Oh, that's really good. So, and one, whenever, like if you're in a situation where something I've read before and uh, and used in my, and meditated on was when I'm trying, waiting to make a decision and you're waiting on the Lord. Mm, Sometimes that's, that's a tough spot to be in, you know. We're that's waiting. We, we have a decision we need to make and we have all the information and we're ready to make that choice. But sometimes you're like, I don't have that clearance. I don't have that peace. So mm-hmm. you have to wait on the Lord. And so the one I turn to is twenty Psalm 25, 4 through 5. And it's a pretty simple, short one again. Um, Help me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. Mm-hmm. And for you, I will wait all the day long. Mm-hmm. And it's that simple. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, Lord, help me to understand yeah. what's going on. Give, give me your insight into what's Sweet. going on. Don't, don't let my mind and my thoughts and what I see to, 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 to be the thing that influences every decision I make. Lord, let your, your truth and let your knowledge influence what's going on in this situation. And teach me your path. Take, what does that mean? Like, Lord, just take me the path you want me. Shut the doors you don't want me to enter because there's all these opportunities and choices that you can make. There could be 10 of them, but Lord, shut nine of them down. Give, show true clarity. Show me your path the way you want me to go. Leave no doubt. Make it to the point where a dummy like me can find that spot. Yeah. And then lead me in your truth and teach me. Lord, like, show me wh- why is this? Wh- why do you see things this way? Teach me the the, the way of your nature. May yeah. your nature become yeah. who I am and part of what I am. And though I'm human and I will fail, but Lord, show me and teach me. May this next time when these decisions come up, maybe I won't make the wrong decision, right. and I'll and I will. This will be an easier path, and you won't have to work so hard Good. to try to feed me. And uh, and then and then as a reminder, it's like Lord, you saved me. You're the God of my salvation. You're the Creator, Sustainer, and Savior of all. And without you, I'm nothing. And then it's this simple. And because you are all these things, because you're willing to show me these things, I will wait until I hear from you. Oh, that's good. And that's simple. That's so and good. And then hopefully he gives you some clarity. That's the prayer. He gives you all the clarity you need to make whatever decisions you need to make. That's right. That's right. That's so good. And that's so powerful. Simple. Huh? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and uh, moving on to Second Timothy chapter one verse eight. This one, you don't have to do an extended period of scripture, uh, passage scripture, like I did with the others. But like what you just did, you know, just a couple of verses yeah. here. A couple of verses can be very powerful and just lead you right down the road that you need to in prayer. How many times do we struggle with being that witness for Jesus? That's right. How many times do we struggle letting our faith shine? And so when you come to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 8, Paul says, So don't be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Instead, share in the sufferings for the gospel, relying on the power of God. And when you understand the context, Paul is writing this from prison. He's about to be beheaded for his faith. That's right. Uh, Nero has signed his death warrant. He's writing to a young preacher boy named Timothy, and he's saying, Listen, listen. Do not be ashamed of Jesus, and don't be ashamed even of me, a preacher who's about to die for yeah. his faith. Keep going. Keep pressing forward. 
And man, how how often right now in the world do we need believers to stand unashamed for the Lord and do it the right way, right? Paul says here, as a prisoner of the gospel, suffering for the Lord. That's not us standing on the street corner with a sign yelling at everyone. That is sharing the gospel, being compassionate, being humble, willing willing to be misunderstood and criticized and slandered because yep. of our faith. You know, suffering for the gospel. So you can take that simple little prayer there and just pray, Lord, help me never be ashamed of you. Let me stand for you right now. Help me to share with what people are going through. And when you pray, Lord, help me share in the sufferings of the gospel, you're saying, God, help me understand the people I'm trying to witness to. That's right. Help me see from their perspective. Help me not to come across judgmental, but come across compassionate like you did Jesus for us. And so you start praying for boldness, to be a witness for Christ. Awesome. And we hope that uh, you learned some things today and maybe it helped expand your your walk and this journey we call the Christian faith. And here's what we're hoping and believing is that you can take the scriptures because they're there. They've yep. been trued and tried for thousands of years in some cases. And they've been prayed by men greater than your see sitting here, men like Jesus, men like Paul, men like Peter. They prayed these scriptures. Yeah. And we really truly believe if you apply the scriptures to your heart, that the God will begin to reveal himself into you in a, in a greater way. And the Holy Spirit will begin to work in your life in, a, in, in ways and in, and in methods that you never, ever thought possible. Yeah. And so our prayer for you is that you always live a life complete and a life on point. And until next time, we'll see you.